You are listening to Ken Lavica live on ESPN 106.3. Call the show now at 888-760-3776. Does the Heat performance against the Bucks make the Heat run in the bubble a fluke? I didn't think this was a thing, but I've seen a lot of it. Was the Heat bubble run in the summer? The Eastern Conference Championship run a fluke. Ken Levick alive here on ESPN 106.3, bringing you into a three-day Memorial Day weekend. Don't forget to subscribe to the Ken Levick Alive featuring Coquel podcast. Get it right to your phone after we conclude every single day here on ESPN 106.3. So last night did not go well, and the Heat are done. Like, I'm putting up the white flag. I deserve to take a beating. You certainly can call and give me a beating at 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776. The Heat, after game one, just have not been able to figure out the Bucks. The Bucks are shooting out of their minds. They're more physical. They have broken down the Heat defense, not to mention the Heat cannot hit an open basket uh, if their collective lives depended on it. But I want to read a tweet from Frank Isola. Frank Isola, who is ESPN, SiriusXM, longtime writer, covered the Knicks in New York. He tweeted last night because he calls the Heat the culture club. And Frank Isola is truly a, a troll. He is a basketball troll on Twitter. Culture club has asked the NBA if they can play game four against the Bucks in the Orlando bubble. That's just the first of many tweets <laughs> that I saw last night and a lot of posts, many posts that I saw, even going back to uh, some anonymous scouts a couple of months ago who said that the thought around the league is that the only reason the Heat were able to do what they did last year is because they were in the bubble and they weren't playing games at actual arenas. And this is all resurfacing now that the Heat are on the verge of probably being swept out by the Bucks. Were the Heat, and was that Heat run in the bubble a fluke because it was in the bubble? Now that we've seen them in these environments, these regular environments, and the Heat have not been able to hang with the Bucks, have not comp- been competitive in games two and three. Was the bubble run a fluke? 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776, and tweeted us at ESPN West Palm. For me, as a basketball fan, not just a Heat fan, as a basketball fan, that's offensive. That's offensive. Everybody had the exact same playing field in the bubble last year. From the amount of time off, to the amount of time to get right injury-wise, to the lack of home court advantage. It was as pure X's and O's, take all the variables out, as you're ever going to find in professional basketball. And actually, to me, that makes what the Heat did even more sensational. What's fluky about that? You didn't have the benefit of a home court. You didn't have the benefit of teams having to travel. You didn't have the adversity of trying to overcome injuries. Everybody was on an even playing field. The Bucks, who were the one seed, the 76ers, the Clippers, the Nuggets, the Celtics, the Pacers. The Heat were on the same playing field as everybody else. And they 
ground their way through the Eastern Conference. They dominated the Bucks. They rolled through the Pacers. They stomped on the Celtics. And you're going to tell me that was a fluke in the most natural basketball setting you're going to get in the NBA? You're never going to see that again. You're never going to see more pure basketball than that. Not to mention, it happened with these players being completely disconnected from their lives. Unable to have face-to-face contact with the outside world. Being away from their families. Their only relief being able to sit at the hotel bar or go fishing in that Orlando bubble. And you're going to tell me that that was easy? That that makes what the Heat did fluky? Because this season, when they didn't make many adjustments in the offseason, and then the big trade they made for Victor Oladipo didn't pan out because Oladipo got injured again, that is going to be uh, a, a judgment on what they did in the bubble? You just don't know basketball, and you're just a flat-out hater, if that's what you think. It's just mindless. It's dumb. Succeeding in the bubble is a badge of honor. It's not a fluke. There's nothing fluky about that. That's nonsense. Like, listen to yourself, Frank Isola. Listen to yourselves, Twitter trolls. But what do you think? The Heat losing to the Bucks, a team they handled in the bubble last year. But being handled this year under more normal circumstances, does that make what the Heat did in the bubble fluky? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. The Heat bubble run. Was that a fluke after what we've seen here over the first three games of this series? I think fluke is the wrong word, but I do think all those things you brought up that are a badge of honor also factored into the Heat making that run. They have a guy like Jimmy Butler who's wired just a little bit differently. They have some players who maybe aren't as elite, but they're more pure shooters that could probably shoot better in an empty gym. They were kind of built for that. They have a coach who X's and O's wise, maybe one of the best in the league. So when that becomes it's a pure basketball sense of thing, and they have that culture that Isola tried to make fun of, where other teams were probably sick of each other by the end of the bubble. That heat culture helped them through the bubble because they were all living together. So why, though, why though is this being used as a, as a way to diminish what the Heat did in Orlando? If anything, that would be a way, that would be an argument to raise up, to promote, to broadcast what the Heat did. I think, would, I think it does raise up what the Heat did, but I think it also diminishes what their team is. They're not a championship team right now. They are a star away. Jimmy Butler can't be your number one. No. Bam may not be able to be your number two right now. As a number three, he's amazing. And hopefully he develops to number two. Right now, to make that jump from a number two to your star, it doesn't look likely for Bam next year. Yeah, They need another star. They are a star away. This is more uh, the, the heat stain put in the offseason. Teams getting an offseason, even though it was expedited, to figure the heat out. And uh, the heat gave $10 million to Myers Leonard. Like it was not a great offseason, and it was a very quick turnaround. It was an extremely quick turnaround. That doesn't diminish what the Heat did in the bubble. This is a, uh, a tweet from T.I. Koff. The bubble was a fluke. Not a lot of players took it serious, but the Heat did. This is real playoff basketball. Fans and family and the stands. Actual pressure to perform. Not a noon run at an L.A. fitness. What is that? No, what does that even mean? Go watch the bubble games again. Go watch Dame time during that bubble run to get into the playoffs. They were fighting for their lives. When those playoff series were going, there was a lot of fight. Now, maybe when a team was down three games to one, 
They might have punted on that fifth game more so than they used to in the past, but those series were already decided because it's less embarrassing to kind of give a halfway effort when you know the series is over when there's not people screaming at you and you're not yeah. in front of the fans. But, to but say- they tried. People, if you've ever played sports or if you've ever played basketball, real basketball players, they try no matter who's around. Yeah, I mean, that's that's just so misguided and wrong to say that it, uh, no one was trying except for the Heat. Like, that's actually, uh, that that's just dumb. That's just dumb. A run at LA Fitness. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And I think Evan Cohen, who you're going to hear today, commercial free, uh, 5 o'clock, said it best. And I'm sure this is just a tune-up for what he's going to talk about at uh, at 5. During a time when basketball players only had basketball to focus on and everyone had one thing to worry about, the Heat and LeBron made the finals. It makes complete sense. And anyone who tears it down is utterly absurd. I mean, Evan absolutely said it best. I think, it, if anything, it's a praise of how much are they over. Don't call it a fluke. Call it an overachievement. Yeah, for That's sure. Different. That's for different. For sure. And, and in, in most uh, sports senses, an overachievement, you say, wow, what a special moment. That's what a run. Scrappy it group. all clicked. They put it together. But here, uh, they're being called the bubble boys. As if the bubble was some cakewalk. As if it wasn't the most trying circumstance these NBA players have ever been in from a life and from a basketball standpoint. Lose me with the the Heat need a bubble to win. No, no, no. The Heat excelled and exceeded and should be praised for what they did in the bubble. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. The Heat bubble run after what we've seen first three games against the Bucks is that uh, a, a fluke. Is it diminished now? I think that's complete nonsense. Let's go to Red Light, Green Light, brought to you by Greenway Kia, West Palm Beach. It's where I got my Kia K5 GT. I love that automobile, even if it has to suffer on the sixth floor of the parking garage here on the Phillips Points Towers. I'm sorry, Kia. I'm sorry, my beautiful blue Kia, but you're going to love Greenway Kia, West Palm Beach. Let them put you in an automobile. Red Light, Green Light. Red means no. Green means yes. Coquel? What? Red means no, green means go. Would have sounded so much better, man. Get with it. You're just better at radio than I am. (laughs) I mean, there's been a lot of people saying that. (laughs) A lot of people saying that. A lot of people, I mean me. (laughs) A lot of people. (laughs) All right, Ken, red light, green light. Last night, the Lakers and LeBron James defeated the Suns 109-95, but they had a lot of fun doing it. They were dancing and playing and are clearly healthy. Are the Lakers now the favorite to win a title? I mean, excuse me, the Lakers are now a favorite to win a title. I'm going to go with the green light on that. I mean, any team with LeBron, no matter how old he is, his ankle's clearly feeling better. Like These are still the defending champs. And I think that as long as LeBron is on your roster, as much as he drives me crazy, writhing on the floor in pain every seven minutes, I, that's a yes. They are, they are the favorites to win the title. Not Brooklyn? Not, no, I mean, not until I see... Them in double digits playing together, Durant and Kyrie and uh, and James Harden. All right, Ken, we will see Deshaun Watson in a Texans uniform again. Green light. Yes, I think I I do think so. I do think wow, so. Wow, I worry about the, him just playing the, in the NFL. I I I still don't know. And it's funny how that's just completely disappeared. And I'm sure it'll pick up a little bit once we get closer to training camp. But even if he is, even if he, and this is not week one. You're just saying in a Houston again, ever again. Yeah, that's a green light. It, because that that the ship has sailed as far as trading him, at least right now. No team's getting involved in that. Staying with the NFL, Julio Jones will be traded by the time we hit the airwaves Tuesday. 
What date is June first? The day that so on that day on that day is the day that the cap hit midnight June first. Okay. The cap hit fifteen million dollars less. Mm, that's a great question. That is a great question. So uh, basically, it's asking: Is there going to be a deal in place that they just yeah. announced Monday, uh, Tuesday? Morning? Green light, green light. Yeah, I, I mean, it, once all that came out on undisputed, like it, it is clear that that was a done deal. He was not going to be in Atlanta again. They're going to try and get this done as quick as possible. They probably already do have possibly a deal in place. I'll give that a green light. Yeah, ESPN.com has reports that they've been offered a first round pick. Yeah, yeah. Well, good for the Falcons. They're going to come out of this uh, on the right side of uh, Shannon Sharpgate. This NBA playoffs will be the jump-off point that proves Luka is an elite star. Yeah, green light. Green light. Uh, I mean, I think that there are many common-sense people that already had him as an elite star, but what he is doing single-handedly to the Clippers, I mean, he's smacking them around. And I get the sense Kawhi is done in L.A. Like, that that didn't work. Knicks have $50 million in cap space. Come on, Riles. Come on, Come Riles. On, no. Come on, don't. Oh, never mind. All right, go to go to Miami. <laughs> Enjoy the culture. And that is Red Light, Green Light, brought to you by Greenway Kia West Palm Beach. Greenway Kia West Palm Beach. It's where I got my Kia K5 GT, and it is where they are going to help put you in an automobile with their credit clinic and their payments on a sale. GreenwayKiaWestPalmBeach.com. We're talking some Champions League when we come back. Our friends Julian Zaldivar and Ilias Bustamante from Community Dad on Sister Station to Portes Radio 760. That's where you can listen to tomorrow's Champions League final. Chelsea and Manchester City. We're going to preview it for you when we return with a little Stormhouse Brewing. What's on tap? He's Coquel. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3.